Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. News conference scheduled for later this afternoon at 3 p.m. Surrey Mayor Doug McCallum will be speaking to reporters about the city's showdown with Uber, the ride-hailing giant legal to operate uh, in the Lower Mainland, according to the Passenger Transportation Board, they got their approvals last week. But the city of Surrey saying, don't you dare show up in the city of Surrey if you're an Uber driver, or they may write you a ticket. There's already been warning tickets written up for Uber drivers, threats of $500 fines. Can the city really do that? Well, let's check in with Paul Doroshenko, the lawyer at Acumen Law. This is his wheelhouse for sure. Hi, Paul. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks a lot for coming on. What do you think about these tickets to Uber drivers? Can Surrey do that? Well, it's an interesting thing. Uh, I mean, the province, of course, has uh, greater power than the city does, right? The the city only exists under the legislative authority of the province. There's the Community Charter Act and um, various different pieces of legislation that gives the city its power. And the province has come along. Uh, and said, look, we are facilitating this with the uh, the Transportation Act changes, uh, and we're going to have ride-hailing. It's going to exist, and basically given the direction to the cities, uh, if you want to license it or whatever, you're allowed to license it. You can have a licensing scheme. You know, the city of Richmond apparently is, has been paid by Lyft to be able to operate there, uh, but can you just uh, not do it? And that is, I guess, I think the question that uh, people are going to be asking and ultimately you know, may end up resolved in court with the citizens of Surrey uh, t- paying their tax dollars to uh, for a legal challenge here. Okay, uh, the city has issued warning notices to Uber drivers. There's been some reports as well that the Uber, the company, may have received notification of $500 fines, although I have been talking to Uber officials this morning and they say they have not received any notification of a $500 fine from the city of Surrey. So that's a little unclear, but would this stand up in court? Like if an Uber driver came to you and said, hey, I just got written up for a $500 ticket here for operating in Surrey. Can you can you represent me in court? Would you take on that case, and do you think you'd win? Well, I think it's really, it really comes down to a division of powers issue. And would I win? I don't know. I mean, you never know what you're going to get when you go to court. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's a crapshoot, but the... Uh, the you know, it's clear that they are entitled to legislate taxis, right? And they've got a piece of uh, bylaw that regulates taxis and defines all of these different services. And the closest definition of this uh, is their bylaw for taxis. And their bylaw for taxis requires that you have a license. Now, you know, the city of Surrey, I think, is is mistaking their licensing authority when it comes to the Cannabis Act and, and trying to sort of use that same power when it comes to... Uh, to issuing licenses for, for ride-hailing, because in the Cannabis Act, they're allowed to say, you know what, we're not going to have this in our community. They're allowed to tell the manager, like it's written into the right. provincial legislation, they're allowed to tell the person who's called the manager for the Cannabis Act, no, we don't want it in our city. We don't want you to be able to retail, sell cannabis, or cultivate cannabis. Uh, but we don't have such a, 
uh, indication in any other piece of provincial legislation with respect to ride hailing. There isn't right. something saying that, you know, you don't have to have it. Um, so it, it seems to be a fairly clear legislative intent to have it, and the next thing is for the city to facilitate it, right? Um, so that would be the argument that you would take, um, that it, the city is just not complying with the uh, uh, with their requirements under the law. If they are not going to legislate, then there's a legislative vacuum. Of course, they're going to say that we've legislated and we're just not issuing permits, at which point I don't think that's a proper exercise of their discretion. So now you're looking at uh, suing them to do something. And you can sue an organize, you can sue a government office to compel them to do their job. Speaking to lawyer Paul Doroshenko about the showdown here between the city of Surrey and Uber, I'm taking a look on, on Twitter, Paul, at a tweet from Sav Dhaliwal. He is a Burnaby city councillor. He also happens to be the chair of Metro Vancouver. And he writes, quote, It's incredibly upsetting that a mega corporation can boastfully and brazenly flaunt bylaws of a duly elected government without any consequences. He goes on, he says, This country has a legal framework to address grievances. We need to condemn corporate roughshod. Basically, I guess, standing up for the city of Surrey and taking a shot at at Uber there for doing what for operating in the city against the wishes of the mayor. But well, I mean there there are no but there are no bylaws. Court, right? There are no bylaws in the city of Surrey on this though, right? Well there's the taxi bylaw, right? And there's their licensing bylaws. These aren't taxis. I, I, I know, but it's the the definition that's in their bylaw is the closest thing that you've got. Um and uh, you know essentially that's the position that they're gonna take on it. Uh, you know, it, it shall be unlawful for any person to engage in or operate any of the several trades, occupations, callings, or business undertakings or things classified in this bylaw. And that, the closest thing that you're going to find is this bylaw for that. So the point is they're not facilitating the law. I think, you know, what you would have to do is uh, is basically sue the city uh, with a mandamus application in Superior Court to compel them to create a, a regulatory scheme or wow. to find an exemption. Um, so, I mean, he's, he's right that Uber is flaunting the law. Uber may be flaunting the law for the sake of getting uh, a case that they can fight and then take to superior court. Uh, that's one way of doing it. The other way is just to make the application to court, right? Okay. If the city of Surrey decides we don't want Uber, I mean, the mayor has made that clear that he doesn't want Uber or Lyft in his town. Uh, McCallum still has a a narrow majority on that council. He's lost a few of his councillors, but he's still got majority power there in that Surrey City Council, at least for now. Could they dig in here, in your estimation, and, and maybe pass a bylaw that makes it very clear that Uber and Lyft are not allowed in the city? I think they'd have a big problem with that, because as I say, their legislative authority only stems from the, the provincial legislation, and it's provincial legislation that has created this to facilitate it. So if they went out and made a, we're not going to allow Uber legislation, I think that would be in defiance of the provincial legislation, and the provincial legislation would trump it. The problem, of course, is that, um, you know, right now we've got the vacuum. It's not really a vacuum because they've sort of have already done this with their taxi uh, bylaw, basically prohibits Uber as it stands because you can't get a license because they're not issuing a license. Right. Um, you know, you, the application to court, I think, would be to compel them to, to either issue a license of some sort, uh, I mean, or create a regulatory scheme, uh, or declare that it doesn't apply. Do you think that's where this is heading, Paul? Is this going to end up in court, do you think? 
you know, it, it just, I cannot see the people of Surrey being supportive of this, and it really seems like a, a, a political issue um, that the city should step up and, and turn this into a revenue generator for the people of Surrey. I mean, the whole purpose, or a, a, a purpose, a significant purpose of cities having licensing authority is actually to generate revenue. There's no, nobody's denying that. Um, why not use it to generate some revenue? I, I don't understand why they would would uh, do something that is really defying, I think, the will of most people in Surrey. I think most people would like to see ride-hailing. Uh, there's problems with it. We like to see it governed. Uh, you know, our provincial government has come up with some regulations. We're going to learn as we go, uh, and things will change down the road. But it just seems to me that it's it's really in opposition to the political will. Thanks for your expertise. Yeah. Nice to speak with you. I appreciate it. That is Paul Doroshenko. He's with the Acumen Law Corporation.